It takes a village to build a season, and we are grateful that In Life Shiro's has chosen to become a part of ours. Thank you for supporting our show and helping us to continue sharing stories. Now, on to the episode. Carrots Nazareno, or Tita K, as she's known online, is a ball of energy. She talks a mile a minute and is always cracking jokes. But behind that jolly facade is a pillar of strength and quite a story to tell. In 2019, Carrot's husband disappeared on a dive trip in Palawan and up to this day has not been found. That left Carrot's as a single parent to their two sons, the younger of which is a special needs child. For the first time, Carrot's talks about what happened to her, about the grief, loss, upheaval, the lessons, and the strength and selflessness she's found within. My name is Leah Cruz. On this episode of What Glass Ceiling, we talk to Carrot's Nazareno. Hi, Carrots. Hi, Tita K. Welcome to What Glass Ceiling. Oh my goodness. Hello, Leah. I'm so honored to be part of your, your honorable guests. <laughs> We're so honored <laughs> that your freshness is with us today. Thank you very much. Well, my freshness and I are very happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're so... You're so bubbly and you're so energetic and full of life. And I think when people first meet you or when they first come across you online or when they hear you on the radio, they really notice that about you. Na sobrang energetic ka and you're, you have this sparkling personality talaga. But in recent years, you've actually made the news because of things that have happened to you and your family. But before we get to the specifics, can you tell us about your your life and, and your family. Tell us what it's like now. Tell us what, what it was like a few years ago. Oh, well, yeah, my my secret non-online life is <laughs> um, I am a mother of two boys. Uh, they are practically adults already. Um, I have two dogs and a cat. Uh, I... I'm palpitating. Oh my gosh. I don't usually <laughs> talk about like my personal stuff. But yeah, I mean, there's always a first time for everything. Um, uh, for work, I, yeah, I do radio. I'm a yoga instructor. Um, I have a son that is in university. He's uh, studying abroad. And my other son has special needs. So he's still with me. Um my, yeah, let's get right into it. <laughs> my husband um, of 17 years, I've known him half my life. He did make the news. He went missing three years ago on a, on a dive trip. Um, well, the details are all online and I don't think I have the strength to go into detail, um, like what happened and stuff. But yeah, he went missing on a dive trip. He has not been found uh, since 2019. And, um, shortly after that, the pandemic happened, right? After 2019, here comes 2020 and our worlds were like still turned upside down. So the term new normal was already very real for us back uh, like a year before the pandemic. Losing your husband, I'm sure. And and you said you've known him for practically half your life. I mean, that's it's like a major occurrence. I mean, it's incredibly devastating. It's very sad, I'm sure. But it also sort of rips out, like, I guess, the core of your life and the the stability. Mm-hmm. And it forces you to turn everything around. Everything is turned around for you, actually. 
you you did mention that you you might not have the strength to go into details of what happened, but when you first heard about what happened to your husband, can you tell us a little about your reaction? Yeah, definitely. Um, well, I hate to say it, I think everybody is going to get that phone call. Um, I think it's in a Baz Luhrmann song. You know that song, Sunscreen? It's in a, like the, the real troubles in your life are going to sideswipe you at 4, a, 4 p.m. on a Tuesday. It's like something you really do not expect. Everybody is probably going to get that call um, once in their life. And it's really true what you see in the movies. You, you can't eat, you can't sleep. There is weakness in your knees and you can't stand, you can't breathe. It's, it's, it's all of those things. And even if you are, I practice yoga and stuff, right? Even if you are aware of your breath, just breathe and all of that. Nah, that's not going to happen. You're still going to crumble into a thousand pieces. Um, yeah, I remember getting, he was on a dive trip. I was with my son. We were, wow, oh my gosh, first time ko magkwento ng ganito. Aliyah, sige, Goliath Cruz. Eto na yung kwento. honored. Um, I was drawing with my son, as we always do. We, we do art every evening. And then I get a message on Facebook from some guy, friend of Brian, who was not on the dive trip. Carrots, what is your phone number? What's your mobile number? And I gave my mobile number. But then I felt weird. Something was off. And I kept my laptop in front of me. And I had to go to the bathroom. I had my laptop. Laptop and the phone. I had my laptop um, with me on the phone and in the, in the bathroom. And I called my eldest son. Can you sit with me? Somebody just asked for my, for my, for my number. I don't know what's happening. And then it felt like an eternity. Uh, my father-in-law called me and he said, do you know? And then I said, no, I don't know. Because I was like, my eyes were glued to the computer. Somebody called me. Uh, somebody messaged me for my number. I didn't know. Do you know? He, Brian, my husband, is missing. What do you mean? And so, yeah, then, then you're, my knees got all weak. So if you are expecting some kind of devastating news, make sure malapit kayo sa something very stable. Pintuan, sofa. Wag pintuan, baka maipit kayo. Um, um, yeah, and there are no words, really. There are no words when, when, when you go through something like that. I, I could not move for, for two days. Um, I could not speak. And diba, parang when you're going through that, wag mo na akong pakainin, diba? Ayoko nga kumain. So um, maybe people will go through something devastating and traumatic. Um, it's okay to not let them eat. <laughs> Just give them water. It's okay. Um, yeah, so that's what the moment was like for me. And then after I regained a little bit of strength, I went to Palawan and I was there for a month for the the extensive search and yeah that's that's, that's gonna that's for another episode <laughs> it's like a whole different story and to come away from such a search that was you don't have concrete a concrete result from all the effort that you put into it i mean how do you deal with the uncertainty of such a situation i mean because it's not it's not this happened to him it's he's missing so right. you know that's that's the term so how do you 
you know, you, you is is there is there a certain way that that you felt na parang I I don't know what to feel. It's so inconclusive. Right, right, and that is what you're dealt. Right, was, uh, that's the hand you're dealt. You don't know, and do you have to know? Right? Um, are you supposed to know? Maybe we're not supposed to know. I don't know. <laughs> right? Sometimes. I guess it's human nature to want to know everything. You, you need to have all of the answers to make sense of what went on. We had, um, we had all of the information from technical divers. We had all of the information from like all of the manghuhulas. We had like, there's, there's like all of this information. And you're right, it's still inconclusive. He's still not here. Um, it's overwhelming. The losses is really just overwhelming. But each day, as the wife, each day, I have to keep my head held up high um, with the hope that I will see him again, right? People loved him dearly, and then they look to me for like some sort of like, parang cue, ano ba, magkakondolence na ba kami? Ano ba, di ba? Rest in peace na ba? Or do we hope with you? So as the wife, I, I, I really held my head up high, and... Um, sort of trusted the universe or like had faith that one day he shall return to me. Um, however, there's reality. You have to keep putting one foot in front of the other and dealing with the daily grind of life. I have two sons to raise. The eldest, um, he, normal. isang normal, isang special. So he was preparing... Wow, what a hard time for him then, no? He was preparing for university. So it was like his last year in high school, he was preparing for his SATs and all of that. Um, he hyper-focused on the work, on the task at hand. So all of the emotion, I guess, was put at bay. Um, however, for, for my younger son, who has uh, maybe the comprehension of a grade one child or younger, you can't tell him things like, oh, you must hope to see your father again or, you know, one day he shall return. Just keep hoping. It's very black and white with them. You can't, like, they can't read through the lines. So all the while I was like, holding my head up high, um, hoping against hope, I was telling my younger son, he's gone. We're never going to see him again. So to prepare him, right, to sort of prepare him, emotionally for I don't know what the grieving process is like for 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 people with with autism but I mean it's probably worse or they're not gonna like um share with you what is in their what is in their hearts but um yeah I had to tell him walana walana si dad split personality. No, no, we are hoping against hope. Walana, walana siya. So, can you imagine? I was kind of going bonkers at I that know, time. I also. know. On top of dealing with what you were experiencing as well, the emotions that were going on in your own head. Yeah, you know, I don't know about. Um, you're right. It it it's 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 so traumatic. Um, but I like to. I don't know if it's a survival skill. I like to park my feelings somewhere because there's like stuff to do, right? Children to raise. I mean, dogs to feed. So it's like, okay, 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 pain and grief and loneliness. Diyan muna kayo. Dito muna tayo sa mga anak ko. So, so I think that's how I dealt with it. 
was that special advice that you received from someone to brief your younger son like that to tell him that? Or that was just something, a decision that you made? That was a decision I made because I know my son. So it wouldn't be fair for him, for us to keep on telling him to hope against hope. And then he's expecting something. And what if hope doesn't show up? But if you're giving him like the hard, the cold, hard truth, and he's going through all of these emotions, you're sort of preparing him already. And let's say hope against hope happens. Hope shows up. Yay! Okay lang, di ba? So that was my thinking when I made that decision to tell him he's gone. Speaking of hope, it's, it's really such a fragile thing. And in such a situation, it's, I can imagine it's also terrifying to have to deal with something like hope because you have to manage expectations, your own expectations and other people's. How's your relationship with hope now? And oh my you gosh. still have it? Buisit ako kay Hope. Alam mo si Hope na yan, buisit yan eh. Yung mga Hope, Hope na yan. So every, hope is a four-letter word, man. So every time I hear the word Hope, Hope, hope na yan. I mean, the things that you have to make friends with are reality, right? Loneliness, grief. Those are, those are the things that you really have to deal with. But I think Hope is... Hope is that little thing that will make you pitik to go forward. You don't latch on to hope. You don't like make hope the end all be all. Hope is just there to give you a little nudge saying, yeah, it's okay, kaya mo yan, tayo ka na. And then you deal with reality. So, yeah, buisit yung hope na yan. <laughs> do, you, do you still hang on to it? Or you've, you've decided na okay, tama na. I don't know. I haven't really put words to it. I haven't really said, okay, now I shall never see him again. Or no, I, no. Para there are no words. Um, I, I, I go on with my day. I have like my little, you know, rituals that I do with him. Like I have my cup of coffee. I, I still wash his clothes. So, I mean, read into that what you may, um, I don't want to label it or like like put a sentence on it just yet. It's I guess just dealing. Would you say you're still in the process of acceptance and figuring things out? Right. Yes, I would say that. Um, I know that I may never see him again, um, but also at the same time, what if he shows up and finds that? I threw away all of his shoes. Wouldn't he be pissed? I'm, I'm still kind of in limbo, but I am acting as if... I, I'm acting for my children. I'm preparing them for a life without him. But in my heart, it's like, okay, I, maybe I'm not going to toss out his favorite shirts just yet. Just the shoes that are going like that. You mentioned that it was a month-long search in Palawan. What was, what was it like to have to make the decision to end the search? Oh, wow. That was crazy. Um, the search didn't end abruptly. It sort of dwindled down. And I, I remember there was an interview. I was interviewed. Mom, anong nararamdaman yun na hindi na siya search and... Was it search and rescue? Search and... Ano siya? Search and recover. I think search there's a difference, right? Recover. Okay, okay. 
Ma'am, anong, narar- anong nararamdaman nyo na hindi na siya search and rescue, kundi search and recover? And I'm like, I don't know how to feel. <laughs> I really don't know how to feel. Um, but the thing I learned about that, um, wow, that extensive search was how, how grateful I was that there were all these people looking for, for my husband. Um, I was just like awash with, with gratitude. And it was so painful because every day, mom, negative sighting. We had the Coast Guard. We had um, um, private companies. Negative sighting, po, negative sighting, like helicopters and divers. And it was crazy. Um, but even with those, um, with, with, with all of the bad news, kahit papano, you're like still, wow, thanks. Thanks, guys. Help me find him. <laughs> and every day, um, yeah, it was a challenge to put one foot in front of the other. Sometimes I'd catch myself looking up at the, it's a fake sky in the hotel lobby. Parang nakapaint lang yung clouds at saka yung sky. I'd look up and say, this is hard, Yuha. <laughs> because you have to acknowledge that it's super hard. Um, yeah. Do you think you'll ever reach that point where you'll be like, okay, I, I need to, I need to put away his favorite shirt. I need to set it aside. I shouldn't be washing these clothes anymore. Maybe, that- right? I mean, you, 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 I, I think that day will come. But then for right now, I like opening up his side of the closet and, and I like seeing his things there. Um, I think that is my level of comfort as well. It, it gives me strength every day. So I'm okay with it being there. And, and nobody's going to bother me anyway about, it, about his stuff being there. So everybody moves um, at different paces, I guess. So I mean, it's not a race to, to, to get over or to move on, right? And, and I, I have to ask because you're so you're you're so upbeat and energetic, and and you have this this bright persona and personality, and also your online persona. It's it's very kaluga. You're you know you're you're jolly. You're a jolly person. But did you ever feel like, especially in the time directly after when it happened, did you ever feel a disconnect with that part of your personality? Nawalaba for a while or or, or did you use it, in fact, like maybe as a, a suit of armor? I did. I really did. Um, when the feelings are overwhelming, uh, you don't know what to do with them, right? It's, it's grief. It's really felt with your, with your entire body. So I shift into like, you know, you joke around with the waiters or the people interviewing you um, or, or the driver. Hey, you know, it's like... You cannot conduct yourself all day, every day in like this like rut of depression or like sadness. Um, but yeah, that's my favorite suit of armor, my, my sense of humor. I don't know what to do with it without it, Leah. Don't take it away from me. <laughs> is that something that that is that something that you you hold up when you're with your sons or can they see through it or do is, is you take on a different you take on oh, a yeah. different like totally right like my online persona is like like for, for for my entertainment my kids 
my, my sons can see right through me. Oh gosh, it's mom again with her corny jokes. <laughs> what is your advice for others who are processing loss? Maybe not in the same, with the same level of uncertainty that you had to go through, but anyone who's processing loss. Wow. You know, anyone who's processing loss, it freaking sucks. I mean, it just does. Like, you know what? It sucks. Um, there's no advice. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to anyone. Just do what you need to do. Do it. Do it. Feels good for your heart. Go to mass if you need to. Read um, quotes. Um, listen to gospel music. Go see friends. Or or lock yourself in the room. Do what feels good for you. Do you think that you'll ever reach a state of closure with such an incident, or you're okay if not ever reaching that? I'm okay. I think I've learned how to be okay in the uncertainty. I've learned how to be okay not knowing all of the all of the answers. Of course you want to know everything, right? But then maybe that's the lesson. Maybe that's the lesson there, right? Um acceptance. As a mother, what were the things that I know you've mentioned a few, but what were the things that you what were the biggest things that you really had to do for your kids to make it easier for them on a day-to-day basis? Uh, well, nothing really changed. I was still the mother, but I showed them that I would crumble. Like sometimes I would cry and I would make, because they're two boys, right? I'd, I'd make sure... I'd make sure to make them see that I'm sad so that they will take care of me. <laughs> I'd make sure to, to, to cry in front of them and explain to them, especially to my younger son, the special needs boy. I'm very sad. I miss daddy. It's okay to cry because sometimes um, his sadness will come out in like in a rage episode because diba, it's so overwhelming and the easiest um, emotion to access is anger. So for, even for us, so for, for someone with special needs, um, I would always explain it. I, I, yeah, I, I'd be vulnerable in front of them. How do you deal with your own loss and be there for your kids at the same time? Because, you know, as, as a mom, it's so hard to achieve that balance, to achieve that perfect balance of, of you know, doing something for your kids, but at the same time, if you don't take care of yourself, you also can't take care of your kids. So yeah. how, do you, how did you go through that? Wala, walang balance, balance, Leah. Sinasabi ko sa'yo, lahat yan, salt topsy-turvy, man. So yeah, in, in, in moments of like great, great emotion, um, I pull strength from my children. I have to be strong for them, to teach them like, diba, how to be strong as well. Um, and I've also learned how to, in order to take care of myself, I really identified what is, what's, what's important to me? Who, who are important to me? So, diba, like your, your social circle becomes smaller and smaller and smaller. And you're like, yeah, I like spending time with a handful of people. And with that, um, you feel more empowered. I mean, that's me. I, I can't give the same, uh, uh, I can't give this advice to everyone. There, there, there are those that, crave for the company of like big groups. Me parang I, I narrowed everything down 
I did stuff that I enjoyed doing. Because kaya pa paano, di ba? You have to entertain yourself and be emotionally healthy. Because you have to take care of your kids. You can't be an emotional wreck and take care of some family. <laughs> so. Exactly, exactly. What were your kids' reactions? I mean, especially... Well, actually, I'm interested in both of them. I mean, the 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 reactions to the whole thing and their emotional reactions, not not just what they did to get by. I don't know. You know what? Um, they reacted to wow, it was crazy. Um, my eldest, yeah, he he dove into his work um to get into university, so it was all like reviews and studies. It was his his last year in in high school and for the younger one like he went about his daily life going to school coming home activities therapy sports and all of that but then in the middle of the night he'd scream like where's daddy or like he'd go banging on doors where's daddy so i guess that's how he dealt with it through um episodes of rage and tantrums have have they lessened or are they still ongoing it's all, yeah, still ongoing. I think it's part of it. That's part of life. Acceptance. <laughs> was, was your younger son very close to your husband? We're, we're such a small family. So yeah, they were, they were close. We're all close. And, and before, before you lost your husband, I mean, he, was he very involved with, with raising the kids? Or, I yes, mean, what, what, yes. What My was husband the, was... What's his daily life? Um, for fun, they would like, they, they'd take the P2P bus and go mauling, but like somehow, uh, people with autism become more calm in a vehicle. So, kailangan pahabain natin ng araw, di ba? So, magbabas sila or magbabas kami. We'd go on a bus ride from, from the south all the way to like Mega Mall and back. Um, we'd have, oh, our, our precious Sunday lunches. We, we, we enjoyed Sunday lunches with, with the rest of the family. Um, cooking, they love cooking, but cooking was so stressful. So, <laughs> parang gulugulo sa sa kusina pag anong daming lalaki nagluluto, de ba? But um, yeah, uh, things like that, like fun family stuff. Um, What's different now? I mean, with the way that you do things, with with how the three of you bond as a family. Well, it's more quiet now, definitely. Um, it's just me and, and my youngest now. So our activities are, are just the two of us. Um, he doesn't look for his dad as much, which makes me so sad. <laughs> uh, our activities are mostly, uh, they call it ADL, activities of daily life. So I make him cook his own food. I <laughs> he doesn't have to, you know, to make utos anyone. So I teach him how to do the laundry. So those are our activities now. It's very serious. How do you guide a child with special needs through so much grief and sadness? I mean, we've, we've heard already, we've heard about the things that you've had to go through. You've mentioned them. But I mean, what is, is there like a grand plan of how to do things in your head? Have you mapped it out? Or you're just taking it day by day also? <laughs> What's that? Um, what to expect when you're expecting special needs edition, <laughs> Um, you well, I have um I 
there's a grand plan. Yes. Like in my mind, I have to look at how he will grow old. So with that in mind, everything that we do works towards that goal. So let's say if he were to be in assisted living as an old man, whether here or in a different country, all of the things we do lead to that ending. So look at the ending first and then work your way towards that goal. No matter what the obstacles, like going through a period of grief or... Yeah, well, yeah. Grabe, no? Sa period of grief na yan. Bakit kaya, no? Matanda na kasi tayo, ganyan. Tapos <laughs> oh nag-pandemic gosh. pa. Oh, sa pandemic. Oh my gosh, yeah. Leah Cruz, paano na? <laughs> how, how did you... Personally, for you, ha? What, what... I mean, parang one after the other, eh. Sa totoo lang. I mean, the things that you had to go through and then nag-pandemic bigline. And that's also in itself a big thing to, to have to go through. How different of a person are you now compared to, like, say, in 2018 or even right before it happened? Oh, you know, I don't know. I guess we are all changed. We, we've all changed because of this pandemic and we've learned how to um, edit our lives, our friends list, our wardrobes, and hopefully... We've learned to identify what truly matters and what is truly precious to us. And those are the things I show up for. Those are the things that I make time for. The, the people that um, are important to me. And I've learned also, oh, this is a wonderful lesson. I've learned that uh, saying I love you comes in different forms. Like, have you eaten? Or... Can I bother you? Or inum tayo, diba? So, so, yeah. Ano to wisdom? Wisdom ba to? Oh my gosh, oh, oh, yeah. oh. We're going to get some wisdom from you. <laughs> what is this? Who am I? Um, yeah, so I, I look at um, what's happened or what is still happening as, okay, lesson dito, may lesson ba to? <laughs> or I take it as it is. Um, but in all things, I am... Just so grateful that um, I'm still here. I still get to take care of my kids. I still get to marvel at the amazing sunsets. Uh, yeah, mahirap, mahirap if you don't have like something to like like something positive to make out of <laughs> like this whole this whole what what do you call this? life, situation, universe, what is currently happening. That's so difficult to do, though, to really find something positive in such a a devastating situation. I mean, that requires a lot of strength. Kaya natin to. (laughs) (laughs) My choice. choice. What has all of this taught you about yourself? I was thinking about this in the car. Actually, last night, I was like, I couldn't sleep. Oh my gosh, these questions. These are crazy questions. So earlier, I was driving and I was like thinking, wow, you know what? Um, I don't want, like at this point in life, I don't need main character energy. I'm done with the hero's journey. <laughs> I don't want none of that. I'm, I'm, I'm here for some second lead energy. I, I'm here to serve those that I love. I'm here to take care of, of the people that are important to me. I don't need to like conquer some great mountain or slay some great beast. Parang I'm here to see my children through. Hanggang kakayanin. 
That, that's beautiful. I, I love that so much. What are the realizations or lessons that you've re- reached because of all this about love and marriage? Ay, oh my gosh, as in a tissue natin, love and marriage. Oh, wow. Um, I love being in love. Oh, shucks, it was so fun. I loved being, oh, I love being married to, to Brian. Um, it was a great time. Uh, what are the lessons? Yeah, there's so much magic in in the mundane. There's so much. I, I love making bye-bye and with him, moving from like, you know, one place of residence to another. Uh, what are the lessons? What are the lessons? The lessons. Actually, madaming lessons. Siguro lalabas ko dalang yan sa mga Instagram story quotes. <laughs> But, sure. but yeah, parang like totally live in each moment and like um, laugh loudly. Uh, keep on making, uh, yeah, those are the things that we used to do. Eh. Parang at the end of the day, oh, asan ka? Anong kwento? Anong kwento? Diba? Parang those are the things that all of a sudden was pulled pull, pull, pulled out from under me. Parang wala na akong kakwento. And the loneliness is there. Um, oh, okay. Um Love and marriage, it's amazing. It, it, was a, it was a great ride. I loved every minute of it. Um, another important lesson would be the person that you need to make friends with the most, the person that you need to forgive and love is yourself. Because um, there will be decisions that are difficult. You have to trust and love yourself enough um to know that you're doing the right thing with with what you've got so yeah self love super important love and marriage the best the best time of my life <laughs> but self love that is what you will be left with in the end what are the realizations that you've had also and the lessons about motherhood and parenting and family oh wow um Lesson, the lesson, the great lesson would be from my sister-in-law who said, Hoy, di kasi Wonder Woman. <laughs> you can't do it alone. I lean on my family so much. I lean on to my in-laws so much. Um, I lean on to the friends who I consider family. So really, um, you can't do it all. You can't do it by yourself. Uh, family is important. Cliché, eh, pero totoo eh, di ba? Important yun. Family is everything. How about advice for other women who are, who are, quote unquote, what, what you technically are, raising kids on her own, single parents, um, who've had to be that through a difficult Transition, perhaps. Well, I, I will keep talking to your kids. Keep uh, an open line of communication. Um, not everything is a teachable moment, right? Not everything has to be a lesson. Um, have a great relationship with your kids. Listen to your children. Always listen. Um, maybe advice for for 
moms who are raising uh, children with special needs. Also, you cannot do it alone. You must find, uh, how do you say it, like a tribe, like a bunch of people who are going through the same thing because it is very isolating. It's very hard. It's not easy. I have a I have a little group and we all have special needs kids. It's a small group. Sometimes we send each other photos of look 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 at my black eye or look at the shattered glass on the floor. Hi, that's nothing. Look at this. So um you're you're not alone in your journey. You're never alone. There's there's always somebody uh or some people that are going through the same thing. Like what my sister-in-law said to me, hindi nga kayo si Wonder Woman. <laughs> what are your what words do you live by nowadays? Oh, this is great. Um, I like this. It's so simple and it's like a total mind shift. Instead of saying I have to, say I get to. Holy cow, isn't that so amazing? I mean Ang ganda. Uh, to exercise. No, I get to exercise. I mean, look at that. I have to go to work. I get to go to work. Right? Isn't that amazing? It's like an instant um, mindset shift. All of a sudden, you're coming from a place of gratitude. It shifts to gratitude again. I get to. With the words that you use, you can change like your entire outlook of the day of life. Ang ganda. I have to say. Sasabihin ko yan mamaya. Sasabihin mo yan mamaya. Okay, no, or okay, end na tayo. Can I make you yes. ito yung yes, ito yung ending kwento? Um, I, I was so scared to do this interview. I was like palpitating. Oh, really? And yeah, I've never spoken about about uh about about the loss of my husband. Um it's it's heavy stuff, but yeah. I feel like um words are healing and um it, this is not just maybe it's for me. Yeah, maybe I should show myself a little compassion. But um, if, there, um, if, if any of your listeners are going through a tough time of different caliber, you're, you're not alone in your pain and suffering. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or especially to parents of um, uh, teens with special needs, it's very isolating. Um, and I feel like sharing this may create safe spaces for people to start talking about their own experiences. Definitely, definitely. Hindi yan yung kwento ko. producer So I sent her a message and then I said it. I said it on Instagram and then I slept. And then the next day, oh my god, she didn't read it. I said, you know what? Sige, sabi ni God, hindi. Papatulogin ko muna si Trixie para you will do this interview. So, wow. Um, with that, I want to say thank you for um, thank you for making me strong, for giving me this opportunity to talk about the the the, the hard stuff. Yeah. How, how do you feel? I mean, I, I can imagine. Kasi ako, I'm not I don't like sharing also. How ironic, diba? I'm doing this show and then hindi ako nag-open. No, I totally get it. Um, also, um, on radio or even on the podcast, I, 
I'm generally curious about people, right? Yeah. Like, I, I get like when you... Yeah, I love hearing other people's stories. I just don't like talking about my own. Hi, dahil dyan. I invite But how, how do you feel now? I mean, I, you, you, you've, you've broken out the tissue already. How, how, how does uh, it feel? Wor- I think words are healing. You can't keep all of these things to yourself most of the time. But then there are certain things nga that, that require a readiness yeah. uh, to talk about it. Um, words are healing uh, to the ones speaking it and maybe sometimes to the ones that hear it. So yeah, we're all for healing, man. Let's do all yeah. this healing stuff. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you, Nicholas. Oh my gosh. You really have to say the whole thing. It's only seven letters. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Leah. You guided you guided me so well. Um, oh. and you were so careful with everything. I am so grateful. Thank you. Oh, thank you. We're super grateful because we know that this was not easy for you to talk about. So much easy. But para lang feature what glass ceiling. <laughs> Thank you very much, Tita K. Thank you, Thank Leah. You. Feel like you need a little more female support? Visit www.inlifesheroes.com for more information or to connect with a financial advisor.